friends, and welcome back to Doable Discipleship, a Saddle Lecture, starting with laughter. Saddle Lecture podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to call it, it's the show that helps you grow. Always said with such pizzazz. My name is Jason. This is Linda. And again, this is a part of the Saddleback Church family of podcasts. Uh, if, you know, Make sure to go in and check out some of the other ones if you haven't. The Well, Found, Lead with Worship, Drive Time Devotions. You know, If you just want to listen to the weekend messages in your car, that we have a podcast that is just the weekend messages, and you can listen to that in the car too. So make sure to check those out. Today we are starting a new series. It'll, it, it's, it's a, uh, what should we call it? It's a light summer series. We'll just call it like that. And we're just going to be kind of uh, having our own little book club. And we will be highlighting um, just some Christian classic books that maybe you haven't read before. And we're going to talk about why they might be worth checking out this summer. Maybe you're going on vacation. Maybe you're heading to Hawaii. Maybe you're going camping. Maybe you're going to visit relatives that you don't want to spend time with. So <laughs> you can read this book instead. Uh, you know, all sorts of... Um, all sorts of reasons abound on why you may want to check out one of these books. So for each of these uh, few episodes in this book series, we're going to bring on a friend of ours, a friend of the show, and uh, ask them questions about one of their favorite Christian classics. Today we have Senor Brandon Bathauer. Brandon, wow, welcome back. Thank wow. you very much. It was just a few Senor. mere weeks ago that you were with us to talk about church history. Felt like... Such a long time ago. If you listened that was to a history joke, yes, good job. If you <laughs> listened you. to that episode, um, you heard our 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 trials and tribulations with our bird friend. He hasn't been back since then. The one-eyed crow. He hasn't oh. been here, so <laughs> he got the uh, obviously he got the gist last time. So Brandon, uh, let's just give us an overview about the book that you chose. What is it, and uh, basically, what is it about? Yeah. So okay. So the plan was what are some of the Christian classics and what Christian classic first came to mind for me was like okay what makes a Christian classic a Christian classic like how old does it yeah. have to be right so th this one was written in 1980 79 I said, officially I, I think my answer was doesn't matter to me if it's older yeah. than you then it counts is that how it works <laughs> so oh, man <laughs> a bit older than you uh so this is celebration of discipline by Richard Foster and uh it is just a fantastic tried and true, uh, incredible, incredible book. It really is kind of a resource book that I found to be super, super helpful. Um, one of the things I like the most about this book, Celebration of Discipline, well, first off, what it does is it dives into the spiritual disciplines, or as we like to call it here, Christian practices. Mm -hmm. And they are these exercises that you can walk through to really experience the deeper spiritual life. Um, it's coming from what could be said is more of a contemplative strain of evangelical Christianity where people uh, can spend some time. Maybe it's not as uh, as out there and as excited and joyful on the outside. You know, if you meet a contemplative, they may not just be skipping around the store waving and high-fiving everybody. Although if you do it well, you <laughs> definitely could result that way. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely for slowing down listening to what God is doing inside of you, what God is doing through you, and uh, hearing God's voice. So it's a, it's a really helpful book. One of the things I like the most about this book, um, and one of the reasons I keep pulling it off my shelf, is the table of contents. Yeah. That's, Isn't that so exciting, table of contents? It, it could be. It could be. Go on. <laughs> it is often my son's favorite page. Yeah, exactly. He likes to read the table of contents of things. So here's the thing about the table of contents is 
the way that this book is designed, there are a lot of books where kind of one argument is being made through the entire book, and you're like, oh, what was that point again on page 325? You know, like that. Mm-hmm. What I like so much about this book and the reason I use it so often is the table of contents is basically every chapter is a different spiritual discipline. So you're like, you know what? I want to grow in fasting. Boom. Pull it off the shelf. Yeah. Open yeah, a right. page 100. Read the 20 or 30 pages on fasting. Or, you know, I want to grow in solitude or in service or in how to celebrate together as a community. Like, it's just so nicely laid out like that. You don't have to read the whole book to kind of get the gist again of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just becomes a really helpful resource. So mm. it's wonderful. So when did you actually first read it and what impact did it have on you then? So uh, it was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I grew up, grew up in a very similar setting to Saddleback. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the disciplines that I knew were Bible reading prayer, um, and community. That's kind of what I knew as the disciplines I should go to. And I had this professor uh, who had been become a bit of a mentor to me, and he was from a more contemplative uh, stream. Um, and he gave me this book, and I'll tell you, it was like I was discovering another... Say this. So... You know when you meet a cousin, maybe, that you haven't met before, like family reunions? Do you ever have this experience at a family reunion? Yes. And you're like, wait a second. Like, there's a whole other part of, like, my family. Mm. Hopefully it's not. I can tell from your face, Jason, that this maybe wasn't the best experience. No, no, no. I was just thinking about the time I met uh, cousins who um, who play the saw as oh. an instrument. We all got to wow. have a cousin who plays the saw, huh? I've seen that on television before. Yeah. I didn't know people actually oh, yes. did it. Okay, cool. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, you meet a cousin and you're like, there's this whole other part of my family that I didn't know. That's kind of what it was like for me with Celebration of Discipline is like, wait, there's this whole other world of following Jesus that, man, I've not really tapped into. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it turned into a, about a year of walking through this book and practicing these disciplines. Um, again, a big point of this book is not that we do these disciplines in order to earn God's love, right? right? Very easily, uh, we can make these tasks to do and check boxes to check. Uh, but Rich Foster is really, really focused on saying, no, 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 that's not what the point is at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The point is to slow down and actually walk with God in the cool of the day, as is kind mm. of explained in, in Genesis 2 or 3. Genesis well, they fall in three. You're the one who wrote so the small group study <laughs> on Genesis. <laughs> I should probably know this. Uh, I I'm think pretty it's sure two. it's 2, because in 3 we have fall and, and unhappiness. So I just want to go back to you calling him Rich Foster. Oh, did I call him you Rich? You did. Is that his, yeah. Me and Rich, you know, we go you way know, back. go back? Are you sure yeah. it's not Rick? Ricky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He he likes he likes the name Rich. Okay, ah, yeah, okay. from what good, I know. Yeah. Um, me and Richie, we're uh, <laughs> oh, no. no, but so this is the thing, right? Is it's not about earning his love, but it's something Dallas Willard says that grace is not opposed, or grace is opposed to to earning, not to effort. I mm. botched that. I botched that quote. I'm going to say it one more time. That's right. Do grace it. is not opposed to effort. 
It is opposed to earning. Yes. Mm. That is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a better way to say it. That is. Dallas Willard always <laughs> has a better way to say it. It's I always do. great when Dallas, you know, starts a quote and then says, I botched it and then says it again. And that becomes the, <laughs> the quote. official quote. Yeah. Yes. Dash Dallas Willard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's really good in that sense. It's, it's actually very freeing. As I was reading it, it wasn't like oh man, I just don't spend enough time with God and quiet. Oh man, I just don't understand serving people. But ah man, it was just grace filled. And what I found myself doing is being excited to step into deeper relationship with Mm -hmm. God. And as I did, it was crazy. I don't know if I've ever heard God's voice as clearly and as powerfully Mm -hmm. as when I first started in in all of this. And then, you know, I've gotten lazy and then there'll, there'll be seasons again. I pull this book off the shelf and kind of uh, re-engage and they're always deeply, deeply filled seasons of life. Yeah. So I first read the celebration of discipline, sort of, it was one of the first books that I read sort of after my prodigal season or my testimony building season of my life. And at that point in my life, some of it felt like, like I was like, okay, I can't do all of this. You know, I'm, I'm sort of a doer. So I was like, okay, this is like a whole bunch more stuff to do. So I was like, wait, (laughs) slow it down. So I, you know, in that season, I couldn't do it all, but I began to dig into the habits that I was familiar with and began rebuilding them. Mm. But as I've grown in my relationship with Jesus over a few years, um, I've found that some of the contemplative pieces that at first felt a little bit like, wow, like I'm not that holy. Like, I don't know how yeah. to do that. <laughs> you know? I'm like, wow, this is an ideal that I'm not there yet. But as I've grown, certain things that he talks about have become easier or even more appealing for me. Like I want to step into growth in that space where before I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm really proud of myself for having my quiet time today. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, can we just be proud of that? But then this book taught me more and deeper ways to engage with God. And so, yeah, so good. I want to highlight probably what was the uh, single biggest understatement ever mentioned on this podcast, which is Linda saying, I'm sort of a doer. <laughs> <laughs> So much love. In you get circle. to know Linda. She uh, <laughs> will try to do every single thing yep. that you a- ask her to do. <laughs> so true. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So we talked about when you first read it. Now talk about it. when did you last read it? And did it have a sort of new impact on you? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Last time I picked this book up off the shelf. In fact, I was I was working through the idea of what it really means to serve others. Mm. And this is what's interesting about this book is that there are some that you're like, man, I've never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, solitude. You're like, I, I I, don't know if I've ever thought about that. And then other ones are ones that we do, you know, right. just kind of as the, the normal practice of the Christian life of like worshiping together in a right. community or serving others. Um. And what I like about this book, another thing I like about this book is it allows you kind of to rediscover a little bit mm-hmm. those practices and gives you a different end goal in it. Mm-hmm. So I was working through this idea of service and I was like, oh, where's my Celebration of Disciplines book? I left it at home. And so I ran into <laughs> Linda's office and I was like, Linda, this is, a, this is a long shot, but would you happen to have this book by Richard Foster? And she's like, yes. you know what I do. In which language would you like it? Yeah. <laughs> And that's when I thought, this is a Christian classic. Yes. Um, but yeah, I was reading through the concept of service, and um, man, he was talking about how when we serve others, 
there is a a way of serving others that people don't even notice. Mm-hmm. And then that is sometimes the most Christ-like serving. And sure. it messed me up because, um, man, there are those big ways that we serve when we get to give ourselves a pat on the back. And, man, this is a cool thing. And I sure. did all this stuff for somebody else, and they're thanking me a whole bunch. But it started to shift my thinking a little bit of, okay, where can I do small, tiny acts of service that no one will notice, probably won't appreciate, Mm -hmm. um, both for their good, but also for my own, that I'm doing these things that nobody is noticing. And, you know, let's be honest, not doing it super well, not doing it (laughs) enough. Um, But this is about, I'd say about three weeks ago, and it's still bouncing around in my head. So, again, the cool thing about the book, I didn't have to reread the entire book. It was like I opened a page, whatever. Let me read just some of the things in the table of contents. Yeah, I was going to say, let's see what it's all in there. Yeah. So it's broken into three different sections, inward disciplines. You know, these are things that are uh, just, just personal, you and God. Then there's the outward disciplines, how you can serve others. Um, And then corporate disciplines. This is as a body of believers. So under the inward disciplines, you have things like meditation, Mm -hmm. which may be a word that scares you. Psalm 1. Right. You know, meditating on on God's law. The one, ones who meditate on God's law are like a tree, tree. planted by a riverbed. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer. And again, you're like, I do prayer. Read this chapter and let that just like <laughs> yeah. help you rediscover what prayer is. Fasting um, and study, which is an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, outward disciplines. We've got simplicity, mm-hmm. solitude, submission. And service, and it was that service one that was really um, an interesting one recently for me. And then corporate dis- disciplines, um, good old Richie talks about uh, <laughs> confession, mm. which is one that I think we can easily skip over <laughs> yeah. in our contexts. You're like, ah, yeah, I'm sure that's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> Celebrate? Yes, I'm in. Yeah, I want to yeah. do some of that. Wasn't this a celebration? I'm just yeah. that, I'll tell you that that confession one. I it's like been a thing that when I first read it, it, it was like a little, like a little thorn, you know, mm. and I can't get it out of my head still. And so this is a, a normal practice that, um, that I try to practice and it's so life giving, um, worship mm-hmm. guidance, and then finally celebration. So if any of those seem intriguing to you, like it's going to be better than any, other resource on it. Just read, read mm-hmm. these, you know, it's about 15 to 20 pages per. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. So thinking back over the whole book, do you have a favorite passage or a favorite like sentence or something that just kind of encapsulates what this book is and, and what it's meant to you? Yeah. Let me flip through here. Insert page turning sound right now. Let's see if I can push a button on my soundboard and get a cool sound. <laughs> uh, what to try? No, I don't want to no. try. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to like accidentally. <laughs> you should have seen his fingers. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, uh, you haven't played around with those too much. Yeah, yet. you want to be sure what that sound yeah, is. It's exactly yes. right. <laughs> uh, right here, uh, page two. Neither should we think of the spiritual disciplines as some dro- dull drudgery aimed at 
exterminating laughter from the face of the earth, which is sometimes how the disciplines are seen. Joy is the keynote of all disciplines. The purpose of the disciplines, and this is it, is liberation from the stifling slavery to self-interest and fear. Wow. Yeah. The stifling slavery of self-interest and fear. And, and this is, it's, it's interesting because a lot of times when I had thought about the disciplines before, I pictured, you know, monks just yes. kind of on their own somewhere in a monastery and thinking like, why don't you care about the world around you? Why don't you, you know? And a monk would say, well, I'm praying. You know, that's, that's what I'm doing is I'm fighting yeah. a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say uh, that hesitation has continually been proven wrong in my own life. Mm. Um, now, I think you can do the disciplines where it becomes all about you. Sure. And, hey, how do I feel? And do I, am I real integrated? And, man, am I in tune with myself? And, you know, all that stuff, which can become, as my mom would call it, uh, meditating on your navel. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think if you do the disciplines right and the way that Richard Foster kind of lays them out, again, the examples that Jesus has given us, um, there is something about bringing yourself to God and saying, search me and know me, O God, see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting, where um, it does truly transform. Um, the disciplines are the ways that the Holy Spirit uh, can transform your character. It's kind of the part that we play. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it impacts all aspects of life. Who you are as a husband and father and mother and daughter and all of that. Yeah, I think it's a cool opportunity too, because once you get to know these disciplines and you become a little bit more accustomed, you know, you're, you know how to engage them in a way, then they can be kind of a a place that you automatically go to in different situations. Mm-hmm. So right. say you're faced with something, you're like, like I'm, str- you know, like I'm struggling here, I'm tense, I'm angry, whatever it is. I need to engage with this discipline. I mm-hmm. need to engage in solitude right now. I need mm-hmm. to engage in worship. I need to engage, mm-hmm. you know, meditation or whatever it is. Yeah. And you just have your go, you know, it it's almost becomes your automatic restart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for different things. They're like, it's like a toolkit. Yeah. It or really is a toolkit. You know, and what I love about that is that, you know, like I say, the doer in me was like, I can't do all of these things. I wouldn't do anything <laughs> else. You should not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to know that there are different ways to engage with God in different times and seasons of your life and, mm-hmm. and when different needs or concerns arise and to just to feel comfortable with these things and to know how to do them. And to also, if you're in any type of mentoring or discipleship, relationship to be able to guide somebody else into these practices. Um, I just think this book gives you such a great sort of foundation to be able to engage those habits. Yeah. And I I would just say on that one, if you want to grow, if you're just like, you know what, I've been kind of cruising along in my spiritual life right now, Mm -hmm. pick up this book, read one chapter, just choose one that jumps out to you, read it, practice it. And I will tell you, God will do a work with the effort that you put in mm-hmm. um, and and you will experience growth. Like, I don't know if he should put a guarantee on the book, but mm. guaranteed. Uh, guaranteed. Growth, guaranteed. <laughs> or your money back. Just write to Rich Foster. <laughs> yeah. Richie, uh, I believe it's Richie Foster. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so so let's just put a bow on this, on this uh, first book club episode. Why should our listeners read this book? I think we just hit on it. 
you know, I think this becomes um, an arrow, a set of arrows in your quiver, mm-hmm. a set of tools right. in a toolbox that, man, think about our life right now. Think about the craziness yeah. that we are facing. Um, the gravitational poles of this world are speed, our busyness, our worry, fear, anxiety, anger, um, division. Like these are the gravitational poles of this world and the work of the adversary. Um, and to stand as Jesus followers in today's world as healthy, mm-hmm. um, as thriving, um, as standing up against some of these these uh, tides, I think it's essential to root, put our roots down deep into his word and to his love. And I think these are great ways um, into that. Is that a good argument? Is that all right? I mean, I are think it's worth checking out. All right. Absolutely. Good. It's worth the 15 bucks or whatever it is. And even better, we'll put a link in the show notes and description. So you can just click the link and buy it directly there. Great. So there you go. So uh, friends, Check out Celebration of Discipline. I've always called it Celebration of the Discipline, but I guess that's Spirit of the Disciplines. Yes, I'm getting my, yes, yes, I'm getting my also of very those good. And, and plurals uh, confused between these two books. Yeah. Um, but check out this one, because this is the one we're featuring today. <laughs> if you want like a background behind the Discipline, Spirit of the Discipline that's by Dallas Willard is yeah. great um, describing it, but it doesn't just get you right into it of like, here are the disciplines. Here are things you could do with them. Yeah, you know? th- this is like a like it's it's almost like an encyclopedia of disciplines. A well, that makes it like a menu of disciplines. I kind of like yeah. you know, what was encyclopedia. Wrong with encyclopedia? Who, who's excited to open an encyclopedia? I like encyclopedias. That doesn't surprise me. Okay, that's why we're friends. We've gone on too far. Uh, <laughs> let us <laughs> let us wrap up. This has been the first episode of the. Um, doable book club series come back next week we'll talk about another book from one of um, our favorite friends of the show and make sure to check out found podcast i mentioned it earlier but linda and brandon are both of the uh, hosts on that and that releases every month in kind of the middle of the month so uh i don't know when this episode is going out but i'm sure there'll be a found episode around it sometimes so make sure to subscribe to that feed (laughs) And, and you'll find it there. Friends, we love you. I uh, hope you're having a great summer. We'll be back with you again for another fun book next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Mm-hmm.